What's good, Wizards fans? It's your host, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott, and we are going to recap the Washington Wizards' losses over the weekend to the Spurs and also to the Nuggets. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. want to thank you guys for making Lotto Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so we're going to start off with the Spurs game. And then after we recap the Spurs game, we're going to recap the uh, Nuggets game, and then we're going to get to comments at the end of this show. All right, so, Brandon, you were there in person. You got to see the unicorn or the giraffe and Victor Wimbenyama in person. So I know that was definitely a, uh, a cool experience for sure. Um, just seeing Bilal and, uh, and Victor being old teammates as well going at it. Uh, what were your thoughts, and what was the reason for the Wizards' loss as they were winning in the fourth quarter? Uh, but what went what what went wrong for the Wizards in that game? Um, first of all, man, Wimby Yama's a <laughs> homie's big, man. <laughs> I mean, dude was catching out of use and wasn't even barely like leaving the floor, man. It, it was pretty cool seeing him. Um, seeing Tyus Jones's uh brother, Trey Jones, when the San Antonio Spurs, so that was pretty cool. Um, looking at the game, uh, you know, if you look at the team statistics, man, very even game, very even game, and you know, obviously it's two lottery teams playing each other, but very even game. But like you said, E, another game where we had a lead going into the fourth quarter and we give it up. And if you look at the end, I don't know if players are being drawn, but but you know the 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 sequence that went through with Kuz, I don't I don't understand it, man. Like it doesn't seem like there's any plays being called. And in the end, I think that if we drew up some plays, maybe we had a chance, but it's just I I can't pinpoint why we keep giving up leagues, man. It seems to be a thing that we just do. I you know, I think it has. I would say, honestly, is a lack of adjustments. And that's been an issue we've had underneath the Western Sale Jr. era, man, the lack of adjustments at the halftime. And that continues to be an issue. Um, the lineups, man, you know, I think there's time to kind of tinker with the starting lineup a little bit. You know, I, mean, I know a lot of people were wondering um, about Bagley, whether he was going to start, you know, Gap being out. You know, obviously, we could talk about that because that was the Nuggets game. But um, I, I would say, man, honestly, if I could pinpoint one thing, it's the lack of adjustments. Um, no adjustments at the halftime, you know, in, in crunch time, it seems like nobody really has an idea what's going on. Like there was no play. Like it seemed like, all right, for example, you got 20 sec 22 seconds left and you're trying to score that quick. No, what you try to do is you want to waste time because your worst case scenario in that, in that scenario is to go to overtime. So you want to, you know, you want to tie, but so early in the shot clock and then, and led them to go down the court and then kind of finishes off. And, you know, I know that he had that three-point shot, which was a contested shot. But to me, that was the pivotal moment, which was he should have bled the clock a little bit and then try to go in there and get fouled and, and, and try to get to the free throw line and go from there, which to me, the worst-case scenario is overtime. And then you're still in it to win it, right? But, again, you know, another lead, giving up. Um, looking at the individual statistics, um, overall, I mean, I'll say this, man. It was a really good game. It's just crunch time, 
didn't make sense, and that's where we lost the game. Because if you look, look at the starting five, Tyus Jones, 11 points, eight rebounds, 12 assists. Tyus Jones was just doing his thing. Um, I don't know if it was sibling rivalry, but he was definitely playing good ball against the Spurs, man. Um, oh, no, Lord. Oh, you're going to be mad at me, y'all. I was reading Trey Jones. <laughs> I was reading Trey Jones' stat line. Okay, let's get into Tyus. <laughs> 13 <laughs> points, two rebounds, six assists. So still, you know, he played well playing against his brother, man. <laughs> um, looking at Jordan Poole, 16 points, 7 15 from the field, but 0 for 3 from 3. 12 still. Oh, Lord. Two steals, one block. So he was very active on the defensive end. Not a stopper, but he's definitely very active. Uh, Denny, 16 points, seven rebounds, four assists, seven left in the field. With a steal, had a really good game, uh, very active defensively. And I looked at him play defense, and um, and he was on Wimby a lot. And I felt like he really played good defense against Wimby, man. And usually Denny, if you notice, a lot of these games, man, Denny is the guy they put on the best guy on the other team. That says a lot. Is he, you know, I know they switch between – Denny and Bilal being that defensive guy, but I felt like he played well against a guy who is so much taller than he is. Um, Kuzma, 11 points, but 12 rebounds, six assists, five for 14. So the shot was not dropping, but he got involved in other ways. 12 rebounds was key and six assists. And then Marvin Bagley, D30, he continues to play good basketball in DC, man. Um, looking at his stat line, 21 points, 12 rebounds, two assists. Now he, he shot a lot of shots. I mean, eight for 19, but a lot of those shots were in the paint. Um, a lot of them were just barely rolled out. You know, he was definitely very active in the paint offensively. And then looking at the bench, Corey Kispert and Bilal, in my opinion, they shine off the bench. And they were a big reason why they kept us in this game. Because looking at their stat line, um, Corey Kispert, 16 points, one for six from three, but he was very active at the free throw line, seven for seven at the free throw line. And a steal. And Bilal Koulibaly playing his former teammate. Um, they exchanged jerseys after the game, you know. Um, childhood friends he had a block on him it was it wasn't the most impressive block but it's a block we'll take that but Bilal definitely showed up man 14 points and four rebounds so it was a closely it was a it was a close game e. um, I, I definitely felt like we were in a position to win but it's just another game where we give up the lead and I just the lack of adjustments and the lack is it, killing us man it, it is killing us because you as a head coach and, and to a certain point players you have to make adjustments on the fly. You have to make adjustments, man. Um, and I, I even asked Wes at the end of the game. I said, you know, Coach, the defense has been an issue all year long. Uh, is it an effort thing? Is it a personnel thing? And can it be fixed? And he said I, he believes it can be fixed, but I, I, I don't see how because the effort, man. There's no – I mean, defensively on the, on the perimeter, we mentioned it before, Devin Vassell cooked us. I mean, from three-point, we got cooked. Look at Devin Vassell, four for six. Uh, Champagne, man, uh, three for six. Wimbanyama, two for five. I mean, we our lack of aggression in defending the perimeter is killing the team because it, it's it's hard to watch. There's nobody closing out. The rotations are slow. And teams are literally sitting back there and taking the time shooting the jump shots. So I would say that, E. Um, the lack of adjustments and the fact that on the perimeter defense, I mean, defense overall, but perimeter-wise, man, we are hard to watch. So that's, that's what I'm rolling with. Yeah, that and um, I mean, those are some good cu- questions. You got that insight, you know, since you you have insight now. <laughs> you able to talk to Wes and, and the guys. I know you, you got to talk to uh, Bagley as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> you were there in person. But, yeah, the adjustments, I mean, they were up by 10 in the fourth quarter. They were up by 12 at one point. They had a good run Yeah, with uh, Kispert, DeLong, right? Blau had a nice put back. He had a couple dunks. Uh, he had a nice, a couple nice finishes, fast yeah. break finishes, Euro steps. 
he was playing well. And then um, Kuzma, once again, man, just unfortunately where some of his decision-making and just shot selection down the stretch. I mean, there was nine seconds left where he didn't have to really – I mean, we were down by three. Of course, you wanted to shoot a three. But it's kind of like, once again, where Jordan Poole took that quick three where now Kuzma takes another quick three, a pull-up three, a contested three where Sohan was in his face. Yeah. And it's like we definitely could have got a better shot than that. I don't know if Wes, if that's what Wes drew up, is like, hey, you know, Kuzma go out there and just go one-on-one and shoot a three. But this is like the third or fourth time that Kuzma's done it this season and early in the shot clock and has missed the shot badly. Uh, Kuzma fouled Sohan down the stretch too, which was a bad foul. He airballed a uh, floater putback on on Victor Wimbiana, Victor on Victor. And uh, Kuzma's just struggled as of late, man. Five for 14 in that game, zero for four. He's not the the only reason why we lost, but, you know, he rebounded the ball well, 11 points, 12 rebounds. But, you know, shot selection for him, he's just been struggling with that as of lately. And and ever since, um, a lot of the rumors have been coming out. And there's always been rumors, but he's really been up and down and very inconsistent as of late. Didn't have a good game today, really, either. We'll talk about that later. But um, just down the stretch, you know, he, he he, he didn't help us at all. Uh, Bagley played well, 21 points, 12 boards. But, yeah, the main reason why we lost that game was just side selection down the stretch. I thought overall, as a team, I thought they played good basketball. I thought Denny stepped up, had some good moments, some good defensive moments, um, 16.7 boards. And then, of course, Victor woke up down the stretch. He had 24 points and uh, eight rebounds, 10 for 21 from the field, two for five from the three-point line. But, uh, yeah, down the stretch, they let Vassell get to the basket, Sohan get to the basket, and Victor had a couple buckets down a stretch too where they just couldn't get stops. I mean, defensively it was bad on for both teams. We gave up yeah. 131, they gave up 127. So it's not like, you know, any team was really playing defense the whole game. <laughs> but yeah, just once again, just the executions down the stretch and the clutch really hurt the Wizards. But uh overall, man, I thought Bagley played well. Denny had a good game. Uh Tyus Jones, you brought up him earlier, six assists, 13 points. I thought he was fine. There's a lot of rumors and reports about him getting traded pretty soon, which is, you know, his value is going up, which is good. And uh Jordan Poole, I thought he was he was okay. He wasn't he didn't hurt us. Yeah, you know, shot selection was better. Yeah, decision making was a little bit better from him. So I had no problems with his game uh, against the Spurs. He only had one turnover, so I really didn't have a problem from uh from Ty. I mean uh, Jordan Poole. And then Baldwin hit a couple threes. I like the way that he played. I thought he came yeah. in and played pretty well uh, for the most part. And uh, Shemet had a couple good shots as well. Corey Corey really he had a good game. He turned up in that fourth quarter for sure. Uh, seven for seven from the free throw line. So overall, I thought the team played well. It's just that last two minutes of the game where they really just shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I think the question is, man, who sucker punched pa- uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr., man? He's, he's got oh, yeah, he's got that mark on his face, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, I mean, Johnny Davis is back in the G League, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We're going to stay on, on topic. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you, e. The lack of adjustments, man, continue to haunt this team. You have to make adjustments on the fly, man. You have to make adjustments on the fly. And this is the first time in a while that this I, I've seen a team – not just in the Wizards, but the NBA, where you're completely lost in the crunch and the crunch moments. Like you don't draw like a play up. It just seems like he brought the ball up and then tried to force a shot. And I felt like with 22 seconds left, man, you drain the clock because you try to you know call, get a foul and get to the foul line, man. But you don't with 22 seconds left, you got time. I don't know why you know, and you, that's been a problem all year long. Not utilizing the shot clock, you see it all the time. You know, you they'll get a shot off within the first three seconds. It's like, what are we doing? You've got to utilize the shot clock. There's a reason why they got a shot clock. I mean, you got to run a play. You got to let the play unwind instead of just letting the ball off three seconds. And then I, it's just 
but here's the thing, man. It's the same issues every daggone game, man. I mean, bad shot selection, not utilizing the shot clock. The defense is abysmal. And what part of defense? All the defense. We can't def- we can't defend the perimeter, the interior. We're terrible on closing out. We can't rotate. We can't they they get us a transition. I mean, I, I don't get it, man. I mean, they might as well get G Wiz in there and see what he can do. I mean, I, the, the defense is that bad, and it's just it's the same issues rebounding. And we actually did good rebounding, and we did better than I thought we would do against Wimbenyama because I mean, I'm saying this guy, big, but I mean. Here's the thing. I mean, and like I said, Denny, I, th- I felt like he did well um, defending Wimbin Yaman considering the height disadvantage. But, I mean, the issues aren't being fixed. And this is what we're going to say every game the rest of the year, or at least to the deadline, is that the rebounding, if it's not rebounding, it's defense. It's not defense, it's effort. If it's not effort, it's something. I mean, you, you can't force these guys to care. You got to care. I mean, this is a winnable game. But then, okay, let's flip the perspective. We just lost to the Pistons and the Spurs in the in the span of a week. And I mean, if that don't wake you up, I don't know what. I mean, is there any pride? I mean, I I I get a rebuild, man, but really, you you trying really hard for that lottery pick. If you just, you just go ahead and loss to the pit, I mean, because not only did we lose to them, you know, the Pistons just how do you defeat the Wizards? Ball movement. That's it. What did the Pistons do and the Spurs do? Ball movement. And if you look at the ball movement, man, they hit the they, that ball moves on key and they were catching Vassal every time after the third touch. And he was cooking them on the perimeter. So, yeah, man. I mean, I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna say it again, man. Different game, same script. So, let's see. But before we move on, man. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get to the Nuggets recap. E. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. Yes, sir. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. At the start of the new year, every small business owner is asking themselves the same question. What's the one move I can make that will take my business to the next level in 2024? LinkedIn Jobs knows that your success all depends on the team you surround yourself with. That's why LinkedIn Jobs has created the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn also knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. Thankfully, with LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so we're going to get into the uh, recap of the game tonight against the Denver Nuggets. Uh, Nikola Jokic had a um, crazy performance. I mean, it's not crazy for him. This is like a normal day for him, but still 42 (laughs) points is certainly inexcusable. Uh, (laughs) 42 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. Um, But, I mean, what were your thoughts from the game tonight, the loss to the 104-113? (laughs) You already know, E. Different game, same script. I mean, looking at the team numbers, man. Rebounding. Guy rebounded again. Um, Three-point percentage. They gave up 36%. We shot 29. Um, Now, free throws, they struggled on free throws, and they still beat us by how much? I mean, it's just – I mean, I, honestly, man, I'm going to put it down to this. Effort. I mean, and I'm about to get into the individual stats, man, but it's effort. I mean, two different performances. And, and, and another thing, effort and consistency. Against the Spurs, they look like a team that was trying to win till we hit that fourth quarter and it's just like it unwinded. But with this game, man, 
I mean, they did whatever they wanted. It looked like a shoot around. I mean, Denver did whatever they wanted. I mean, I mean, we got, I'm looking at Sadline. The only quarter that we outscored him was the fourth quarter is by two points. So let's get it to the individual statistics. And I mean, Tyus Jones, 15 points, 13 assists. Now I will say this. Tyus is playing hard to get up out of DC. <laughs> I mean, he's playing well, man. And like I said, if this not was not a rebuilding team, I would love him to be the point guard, to be totally honest with you, because he's that perfect floor general that he is looking to distribute. And I told you, I tell you that floater, man, he must practice that thing every day of the week because he has money with that floater. But he, he's been the perfect floor general this team needed, man. I mean, 13 assists is definitely what I'm looking for him to provide. Um, not on every night. I'm not expecting him every night at 13, but definitely what do you want to see against a team like the Denver Nuggets? Um, Jordan Poole, one for seven, four points. Very, very underwhelming. Uh, Denny Avia, again, struggled also with his shot, one for five. Kyle Kuzma, led all Wizards scores, but was very underwhelming. I mean, he did shoot seven for 14, so he shot 50, uh, 50%. Two for four from three. A couple of good, uh, really nice uh, wide open looks in the, in um, the fourth quarter, three point wise. But I mean, Gafford uh, coming back from concussion protocol, I felt like he played better. But defensively, I mean, I'm not gonna put this all on Gaff, man. Because let's be real, Jokic, man, he's he's one of those guys in the league, and there's not many of them. But he's one of those guys in the league where you're not gonna stop him. You all you can do is try try to mitigate a little bit, man. But Jokic is Jokic, man. I mean, he's just he. If you look at his footwork, even Chris Miller and Drew Gooden sitting on, on, on the, mm-hmm. the broadcast, man, his footwork, I have not seen footwork that good since Hakeem Olajuwon. And to me, Hakeem Olajuwon has got the best footwork of any center I've ever seen. And Jokic is taking, is taking the realm from him, man. His footwork, that one move he got on Gaff, man, it, yeah, the, his footwork. All he did is use a pivot. And, he, and I mean, he's just, that guy is magic with footwork, man. Um, but Gafford, 15.7 rebounds. One block, two, two steals. He was he offensively, he's got a little athleticism to him. You know, he had a couple of nice layups. He's definitely trying to be a lot more athletic. I don't know if he feels like Bagley's bringing on his neck a little bit, but he yeah, definitely showed yeah. a little bit of athleticism. But um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, defensively, you're not gonna stop him. I'm looking at the second unit. Bagley, 17 minutes for 14.7 rebounds. I felt like he provided good minutes off the bench. Shamit, 16 minutes, 14 points, four for ten. Shaman is definitely another guy who's uh, definitely boosting his trade value. And uh, Kispert, 0 for 6 from 3. Now, he did shoot for four, a 4 for 4 from the free throw line, and but overall 1 for 9 from the field, so not his best showing. And Bilal Kulabala, yes, 9 points in 31 minutes, 4 for 9, but 4 blocks he. This guy, I'm trying to tell you, this kid, man, can play some ball on the defensive end, man. I mean, he is a pest. And like I said, um, Spurs game, man, I asked him, man, and you know, we were there with a lot of French reporters, so I don't know any French, man, but I, you, you seem to be happy. But um, I asked him, man, in English, um, I asked him, I said, you know, defensively, you're a pest, but offensively, what are your goals? And he said, man, catch and shoot. He wants to get faster because he notices that a lot of teams are watching him shoot. He wants to get a faster release. He wants to get better. And you see tonight, you know, um, I believe at the end of the first half, he hit that three-pointer. So mm-hmm. his three-point shot's coming along, man. And I'm telling you, when he figures it out, because he's starting to attack the basket now. Tonight, man, a lot of alley-oops. I'm telling you, he is nasty. And when he figures it out, this kid is going to be a star. I'm saying right now, because he is athletic. He attacks the rim. He just needs to figure out that three-point shot. And, I, and I'm telling you, when he figures it out, watch out NBA, because we have definitely found a jewel in the rough with Black Kulabali. So I'm not too down on his performance. I definitely think that he's going to get better as the season goes, especially after the deadline. He's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, and I'm excited to see this team in the second half, E, because 
you know, see him and Denny in the same lineup, man, it's going to be a tough def- defensive lineup, man. Uh, so it's, it's going to be interesting. But overall, Denver's Denver. They're a contender. They're going to be, you know, they're playing around two different teams, big talent gap, Jokic. I mean, if you look at their entourage, man, Michael Porter Jr., very active. KCP, <laughs> former wizard man, you know, he was ice, co- I mean, ice cold. And I mean, ice cold in the good way, not cold, but I mean, you know, he was all over the place. So Denver's just a really good team. And our our true colors come out where, you know, our defense is bad, rebounding is abysmal, and they took advantage of it. They did their, their game plan. They really did. They, they scouted us, and they knew where to attack us, man. And Jokic, I'm trying to tell you, man, this guy is just unreal. I mean, it doesn't look like he ever, like, lifts a weight, man, but I don't, I don't get it because he was just, like I said, he is the perfect example of just using technicals to play basketball. He, I mean, physically, he's not that more imposing anybody. But if you look at his footwork, man, it's, it's beautiful to watch, man. It really is. I love the technical part of basketball, man. And he really, his footwork. So overall, just a talent gap. I mean, it is just better than we were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, I'll just piggyback off of what, what you said. I mean, the 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 up and under move by, <laughs> excuse me, by Jokic on Daniel Gafford. And it just got Gafford up in the air and hit the M1. And then Gafford tried to go back down on the other end and do the same move. And Jokic just yeah. took the ball from Gafford. Uh, Gafford played hard, though. I mean, like you said, 15.7 boards. Played with effort. Uh, he actually he's he had a nice post move where he did a crossover move and did a hook shot on, on Jokic. So I, I did like that. Tyus Jones get his trade value up, or you know, it's, it may not go up any more than what it is right now. Yeah. But you know, tomorrow we're gonna talk about all the reports. The Sixers are interested. There's a couple teams interested in Tyus. The Wizards, of course, were on a first round pick. But 15 points and 13 assists is definitely a good game where other teams can look at that and be like, hey, you know, we can use this guy in the playoffs for sure. A playoff teams like, hey, we can use this guy as a backup or even as a starter. Uh, in some games for sure. So I'm, I like what I saw from Tyus today. Uh, Kuzma, like I said, he's just been a little off ever since uh, the Bagley trade and some of the rumors have started to heat up. He's just been a little off. 17 points where, you know, we were used to seeing Kuzma come in and drop 25, 30 points. You know, he's kind of gone down just a little bit here um, as of late. And then uh, Bagley, once again, I thought he played pretty well. Uh, 14.7 boards, played with a lot of energy. Uh, Denny, four points tonight, only 18 minutes. Didn't play a lot, but he had uh, eight rebounds. And uh, like you said with Blau, he had that nice three at the, before the before halftime, that buzzer beater three where he did a pump fake, relaxed, waited, and then knocked it down. Yeah. So um, I really like that from, from Blau. He's shown some flashes. You know, he may not – you know, nine points, not a lot of points, but I thought he played pretty well. Energy, finishing around the rim, like you said, a, a lob threat, finishing a lob, finishing above the rim, the Euro step last game. He definitely needs more playing time, more opportunities, and more shots yeah. for sure. So I'm looking forward to that after the trade down, deadline when some of the veterans are moved. I want him to get some more, some more. I want West to call some more plays for him and really get him involved in the offense a little bit more than what he is right now. Um, Kisper struggled tonight, zero for six from the three, one for nine. Um, the Nuggets—they're just a good defensive team. They're just a—they're just a—they're a championship caliber team. So yeah. uh, Jokic dominated from start to finish. He got a lot of nice passes to Aaron Gordon, eight assists, he almost had a triple double. Messed around, almost messed around. I got a triple double, and uh, had a really nice, had a lot of nice passes. Aaron Gordon's fast break passes, and uh, he just controlled the game, man. He was just a magician out there. He was quarterback and everything. I mean, he just showed why he's always in the MVP, MVP conversation, why he won, why he was a, why he led the Nuggets to the championship last year. I mean, this was a statement game from him for sure. Oh, definitely. I mean, they're they are a really good team, and like I said, you know, we cover the Wizards and we're Wizards fans, but. You give credit with us, due, and they they are a fun team to watch. I mean, they realize because they just they play well together. They know each other and how they play. And just watching them run their offense is just is 
and even their defense. I mean, they're just a really good team with good chemistry. So I definitely hope, you know, eventually that could be us, man, because chemistry is key. Um, getting back to Gaff real quick, man. Um, now, you know, honestly, you know, a lot of news and obviously we're going to talk about it tomorrow, man, but you know, his name is definitely involved with a lot of trade rumors, but I mean, I like Gaff and, his contract is a very team-friendly contract, and I think that if he stays in D.C., which I would not be dis- disappointed if he did, but I can see why they would move him because, obviously, you know, if you look in the future, man, getting the money off the books, you know, Bagley, he's a free agent after next year. So they're definitely trying to clear the books at the center position going forward. So I get it, man. But, you know, if he stays in D.C., I definitely think that eventually he's going to have to come off the bench, man, because he's, he's still very limited offensively. And, I mean, if you look at him and Bagley, I think that as a front court tandem, they can be really entertaining to watch, but I mean Bagley and his offensive repertoire in the in the paint, man. I think that's more solely needed in, on, on the starting five than it is the bench. I mean, he his ability to create a shot in the paint, um, his defense is better than we thought. I mean, the MO with him was not so much he's not a good defender, but effort. But I think in DC, he's shown effort. You know, he's shown a little fire, man. Like he, you know, so it's gonna be interesting. Me. I mean, I think there's gonna be a lot of moving pieces, a lot of these vets are gonna be gone and you know, the second half of the year is going to be dedicated purely towards getting these young guys ready for the future. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah we're definitely going to get to some comments here. We'll probably only read like one or two. Seriously, we really, 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 really will read the comments tomorrow. <laughs> we definitely will. We definitely will. But before we do that, we got a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Better Help. So what are some things you want to keep saying about yourself or your life in 2024 are the are you already crushing it think opposite of new year new you right are there some things you want to change whether it's physically mentally or even spiritually well there's ways to do that and one of those ways is better help because look we all need help from time to time and we all have issues and sometimes it's best fit to talk to somebody else so if you're thinking about starting therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which is key. So all you guys got to do is celebrate the progress you already made because you have already considered BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnTheNBA today to get 10% off your first month. And that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. And tonight's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up. But it's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, makers number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. So the, the app is easy to use. And there's so many different ways to bet, like live, same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is what I do. The best way to find popular parlays and more. So all you got to do is visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Fandle, the official partner of the NFL. All right. Let's get into some comments tonight. We've got a lot of comments tonight. All right. Um, let me see what comment stood out. There's a lot of good comments in here. Um, Joker's getting the MVP chance in cap one. I didn't hear that, but <laughs> yeah, not sure if he did, but I believe it. I believe it for sure. I'm not surprised. I'm really not. Nah, not a surprise one bit. <laughs> I don't know, Lamar Odom. Yeah, we're not going to read this one out loud, but uh, <laughs> he said keeping this man is a stain. He's talking about West. Keeping West is a stain on Will Dawkins' tenure because he decided to exercise his option, Shake Man. Yeah, I mean, we both said that, that was this was a questionable move. 
Um, I think he might have did it just because he wanted to make Wes feel comfortable, and maybe Ted might have put a word in because you know his father's legacy, because of Wes, Wes's yeah. dad's legacy, and uh, just to ensure that we get the best pick in the draft or the highest lottery pick, knowing that you know West under West that we'll probably lose a lot of games. So it was definitely an interesting decision by Will Dawkins for sure. Yeah, I mean, very interesting. The state of least, man. I thought that we're going to take this year to evaluate him and then kind of evaluate the head coach position after the season. But I'll say this, man. Um, yes, Western Cell Jr. is you know, the lack of adjustments, the lineups, the lack of play calls, and in and, and the clutch have been issues. Y'all, you know, defense being abysmal has been, been an issue the entire time. But I mean, I know both of us both said that you know, we were wondering what he could do in a rebuild if they can find the pieces to implement in this defensive system. But, I mean, we may be running out of time. This is year three, and the defense has not been good. And you can't say they don't have defenders because, I mean, Denny, high-level defender. I mean, DeLon Wright, high-level defender. Bilal, pass. I mean, so he's had guys. It's just – it's it's hard. It really is, man. Yeah, it's – I'll say this, man. Assistant coach, yes, but I think right now I, I don't know if he could be a head coach. You know, I, I know his name is, is is definitely tied to the franchise. You know, his dad put a lot of service into this franchise, man. But, I mean, and I wish him well. I like West, man, but this is not a popularity contest. I mean, you got to perform. And his MO coming over from Denver was what? Defense. Defense has not been better. It's gotten worse year after year. And you just – you don't see any effort from guys. You see guys checking out. You see chemistry issues. You see guys – I mean, it's just – so we got to figure this thing out, man. You know, whether you, I definitely think that in the offseason, they need to take a hard look at head coach. And I, you know, like I said, very likable guy, man, but a head coach, you know, you've got to perform, man. And is it entirely on West? I'm not, I'm not going to say it's entirely on West. I think there's many problems that his team has as far as fit of personnel. And there's a lot of issues and he's, you know, the issues that he has are pieces of the overall issue, but not just on West, but, at this point, we tried the whole approach of having an assistant coach trying to make him a head coach. Let's go out here and get a guy with a with a track record. Let's go out here and get a, a head coach like the Pistons. I mean, the Pistons aren't struggling because of Monty Williams. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're struggling in spite of Monty Williams because Monty Williams is a coach who has a proven track record. Let's go out here and get a guy, man, a guy who's going to hold this locker room accountable, man. There's so many attitudes and personalities. You got As a coach, you've got to be able to juggle them and get the best performance out of these guys. I mean, you should never be checking out, especially as a millionaire, man. You play basketball. You should be checking out, man. You know, you definitely – so they got to look at head coach, in my opinion. So it is what oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's another blown lead against the Spurs. Uh, how many blown leads have we seen under West's tenure? Lord I mean, you can just name about 30 of them, honestly, maybe even more than that. So, yeah, Wes, uh, just the lack of the, the adjustments, the rotations, defense has been bad. But like you said, too, it's the personnel. And some of it's by design, too. They, they definitely want to lose games. They definitely want to get the best draft position that they can get. Uh, so that's a big part of it. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Wes, you know, I think next year, I think he'll be here next year. But it's kind of like the Steven Silas situation with the Rockets where yeah. they were losing a bunch of games, losing a bunch of games. And then they moved on from Steven Silas. And then they finally took a swing. And now they're more competitive this, this year after, what, two to three years of, of being bad. So that's kind of what we're looking at here. It's a it's a it's a rebuilding process. We're, we're going to see how many picks we get back for Kuz. They want two first round picks. I don't think they'll get that. Tyus, we'll see what we get back for him. Daniel Gafford, 
and then um, just seeing what they do in the draft this upcoming season. So it's a lot of factors going into it. But, yeah, the personnel, too, just having Mascala as your backup center and Gallo as your backup center, that, too. We finally have a guy in Bagley who can rebound the ball other than just Gafford. So the roster is a little bit more watchable than what it was before. So um, it's it's a lot of factors going into it for sure. Um, But, yeah, somebody brought up David Vanderpool. He's a good candidate as a replacement for next year, yeah. Brian Keith. Um, there's yeah. a lot of good candidates out there that could possibly uh, replace West until junior, but uh, unknown ism. We'll probably wrap it up on this one. Uh, I'll read my guy, DC hoopla, his uh, comment, <laughs> excuse me as well. Make sure you guys check out his YouTube channel or, or their YouTube channel. They, both those guys, they've been on our channel before we've been on theirs as guests. Uh, he said, uh, I am waiting. I'm. I'm just waiting. I am just waiting to drive these vests at the airport. We're airport fellas, Dallas, and um, I already got the car warmed up. I'm just waiting on you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I'm ready. No disrespect to these vets, man, but I'm ready for the true rebuild to happen, man. You know, it's time to, to see what we got in these young guys, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to what you said, E, real quick. Um, Western Cell, yeah, I can also see him being here next year because of the whole um given that fourth year option. But to me, give him the personnel. Let's get more defensive minded guys, some more shooters in here. Was I, I, I you know, I don't want to see anybody not succeed. Anybody, you know, I, I definitely want to see anybody succeed, man. And um, that, you know, I got to get his name connected to the team. I want to see him succeed, but let's try to give him the personnel, man. And like I said, mm-hmm. we got some guys on this team right now who can defend, um, but you also need guys who can shoot. We need a couple more shooters on here, man. You know, Kisper, he's got to get consistent, you know, so, you know, we'll see how we do as far as what we get back from these trades and going to the offseason and draft and go from there. But hopefully we give him what he needs next year. And then after next year, man, I don't see any. You know, I mean, if he falters next year, then I don't I'm out of excuses. So, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and we've we've seen him with a better roster last year with with Brad and Przingis and uh, and Kuz and a lot of the late game situations where he just has one guy just do ISO. And last year was Bill. Now this year it's Kuzma who's just yeah. throwing up, you know, bad shots at the end of the games. But um, Unknown-ism says tonight's episode is brought to you by losing, as in the Wizards are good at losing on a regular basis. Losing because we <laughs> don't want to win, keep losing. So we'll end on that note, but there's a lot of comments we want to read for sure. There's a couple comments talking about Kyle Kuzma, um, about, you know, his trade value that he, yeah, Diablo says Kuzma intentionally sabotaging his trade value. Come on now. He responded to a tweet about being traded. Yeah, he has. He's been, he's been, He's been struggling as of late. I don't know what it is ever since a lot of – and trade rumors have been coming out about Kuz for a long time, so it's not like they just started. But now since they really, 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 really have heated up even more, it's just like he kind of looks like he, he's not really focused, honestly. Or, or I hate to say checked out, but he just kind of looks like he's just on a different different world right now than, than his teammates, honestly. I mean, I, I don't know if I even – you know what I mean? You kind of knew coming in signing that contract that you were going to yeah you're going to be trading yeah so her yeah. yeah you know what I mean so I, I you know maybe a little naive yeah but mm. you knew that at one point you were going to get moved man I mean it's a rebuilding team and honestly none against Kuz man I think that he's definitely a guy who's became a better player in DC became a complete player yeah but if Kyle Kuzma is your best player you're not going to win a championship and there's no disrespect to Kyle mm. Kuzma as being a hundred percent you know on a contending team he is a third or four option. So if, if Kyle Kuzma is your star, you, you have no, I mean, and like I said, no disrespect, but you, you know, you're here for value. So yeah, <laughs> I, I never, I never understood that, man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, hundred percent. But all right, you guys. Um, yeah, I see somebody talking about the Ravens and whatnot. We're not Ravens fans, but you know, we'll. <laughs> I'll be happy for them since they are in the state of Maryland, and uh, you know, that's that's all I can do. So, but uh, we're definitely gonna talk more about some stuff tomorrow and read all the comments that we didn't get to for sure. Uh, we really, 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 really will do that uh, this time tomorrow for sure. So we want to thank you guys for listening and making a lot of the Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Like I said, make sure you guys subscribe, hit that notification bell as well. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. <laughs>